0: everyone, it's Rich Cardona. Welcome back to the Leadership Blocker. This is the place if you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a new entrepreneur, thinking about entrepreneurship. And on these days, Mondays and Fridays is when I come on and I'm documenting the journey or sharing something that I've learned. Now in particular, this happens to be July 4th. And I'm not like this over patriotic dude. Even though I served 17 years in the Marine Corps and you know, all these great things. I'm incredibly proud to be an American, but I'm just not this, I, I can't explain it. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not your typical veteran and I don't mind that at all. But it was really funny when my daughter was asking me last week, you know, daddy, I'm supposed to wear something with red, white, and blue on, you know, on Friday for school. And she's like, why? I'm like, Independence Day, and then we talked, and I was like, "Where else do you see red, white, and blue?" And then she thought about it, and she did as her second guess. She's like, "American flag." I'm like, "All right." And then I kind of explained to her it's our birthday, and all these great things, and it immediately brought me back to my retirement ceremony, where the best leader I've ever had. He was a colonel at the time, Colonel Michael Moore, was my retiring officer. I worked. Uh, he was my only superior the last about year, year and a half of my service, and. I mean, he was just a total stud. The word I use to describe him the most is fair. And that might not sound like an incredible compliment, but I believe fairness when it comes to leadership is just unbelievably important. Well, the reason I'm mentioning him is he was the retiring officer for me, and he gave a speech. And obviously, we had to have a little interview. Uh, exit interview, so to speak, and he asked about my past, and I told him I was a first-generation American, and and all these things, and and here's what he said, and it's just one one thing that sticks out more than anything, is that I'm a first-generation American, and that my father who came here from Colombia, and my mother who came here from Honduras, what they came here for was access, and. I will never forget that. It's access to education, access to prosperity, access to land, access to diversity, access to whatever the fuck you want. And I think we lose sight of that sometimes. And look, this is not a political podcast or opinion or anything of that nature. But I am the first person person in my family to serve in the Marine Corps. Now I think I have two cousins in the Marines, one in the Air Force, and the two in the Marines are fucking studs. Like, holy shit, they're studs. One's in MARSOC, which is the Marine Corps Special Operations. So look, the reason I even joined the Marine Corps is because I knew that my parents probably couldn't afford to send me to college. I would have gone to the same community college a lot of the shitbags around me were going to anyway. And I was drinking and smoking all the time, like smoking weed. I mean, it was, I was just like out of control. So as a junior, late in my junior year, I decided to go join the delayed entry program to join the Marine Corps. And that was, I I always kind of say, this was my first self-aware moment. I just knew I, I had no place going to a college campus. I needed to get some discipline. But here's the thing. Here in the States, I knew what that gave me access to. It not only gave me access to serve, but it also gave me access to capital, so to speak, in terms of the GI Bill that could help me get my education that I was going to need at some point. Now, I also got my MBA. Uh, I started it a year, a year before I retired, and then after I was retired from the Marine Corps, I spent another year getting it. I got my MBA. And what did that give me access to? That gave me access to certain jobs. Now, look, I've also said that I wish I didn't have that MBA because I don't need it for what I'm doing. And I also, you know, it also got me to a a job and a place that I absolutely freaking hated. But it all led me to entrepreneurship. So that whole chain of events still proves to you that there's access. There's access to ideas, there's access to education, there's access to jobs, and there's access to free yourself of whatever it is you don't want to be dealing with. And I think a lot of the people I look up to, a lot of the people I like to commiserate with, a lot of the people I like to keep in my ecosystem and the people that like to keep me in their ecosystem, we realize that virtually any problem can be overcome. Virtually any situation can be not escaped, but changed you are in full control of your life in one way or another. And that is why we live here in the United States because we want access. And for as unfair or as victimized as some of us may think we are or feel, what I've learned more than anything being here on earth for 40 years is that everything is my fucking fault. Everything that doesn't go to my way is my fault. And this is not some extreme ownership shit. Okay, this is simply about making up your mind. I mean, and obviously, you know, I just had Gary Vee on last week, but he's one of these guys that says it best. If anyone who has been in your situation or worse has succeeded, then you have no excuse. And the reason you have no excuse is because someone had access to the same exact resources you did some way, somehow. You are not unique. You are not special. And knowing that no one cares about your success or your failures, except maybe your friends and family, actually empowers you to look around and determine the resources that you will need to do what it is you want, the access that you can gain to the things you want if your desire and your actions coincide, not just run on parallel paths. So that's it. That That's literally the message. Being here, living in this wonderful country is about access. And nine times out of 10, just everything I've ever tried to blame anyone for, and a lot of the people that I know very well who've had hard times, all of it was avoidable. And it was just our own fucking fault. And we just hate to own it. But what we actually want, and what I have learned from being around entrepreneurs is that The sky is truly the fucking limit. And that sounds like the most cliche thing, but you just have to remember where we are, why we're here, and why we choose to stay. It's not about stability. It's not about our processes. It's not about our politics. It's not about all the things that we love to shit on. It's about knowing in the back of our minds that there's always a way forward. And that being here affords us access to things that we likely would not have anywhere else on the planet. And knowing that the possibility exists is why we don't turn our backs on the country and why we shouldn't turn our backs on the country. So just think about the access we have to the things that we want and to where we want to go And the minute we understand that and let that drown out all the stupid fucking reasons and excuses that we aren't where we want to be, or we aren't doing what we want to be doing, or we aren't living how we want to be living, then everything changes. And that's all I got. Happy 4th of July. Could not be prouder to be an American and have served with some of the best people I've ever known on the planet. See you next time.